through this journey, I think it's been really important to pause because, you know, I do have a lot on my plate all the time, especially if some of you out there maybe know me personally. <laughs> I, I take on a lot. And I think that what this collection has taught me is patience because these bags take so long to make and it's a, each step is so tedious. It's taught me to slow down and really, you know, enjoy those moments. And especially coming up to the launch, you know, of course I'm stressed out and I'm beyond like crazy in my mind, but I don't want to forget to, to focus in on what I'm doing and what a great achievement this has been for me personally. And so I think just that the whole mental capacity of taking care of myself in that way and, and slowing down and just enjoying. You're listening to the Fit Fabulous Life Podcast, where we share stories that encourage you to be in the driver's seat of your own well-being and create a life you love. I'm your host, Kay Cote, and my hope is that you find stories on this podcast that you can relate to that encourage you and remind you of how fabulous you really are. Do you have a big goal that you've been sitting on? Maybe you want to start your wellness journey. Maybe you want to write a book. Or maybe you want to start a family. Have you been holding yourself back from going for it? If this sounds like you, then you need to listen to this episode. Designer Andy Sordov has always had a passion for high fashion, especially when it comes to handbags. He knew he wanted to have a luxury handbag collection and finally got the courage to make his dream a reality. On this episode, hear the journey of how he and branding expert Kate Day took the dream of, of Studio Drew from concept to reality and how the brand came to be along with setbacks they faced and how they got through them. Whatever your goals are, this episode is sure to inspire you to get up and go for it. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Fit Fabulous Life podcast, where today we are doing something a little extra special. Absolutely. I love I'm it. so excited. It's been a long time coming, but I'm glad we're here. Yes, thank me too. You. I'm super excited. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank yes. you guys. And today we're going to, we're actually recording live in the Jasper Hotel in downtown Fargo. So we have this beautiful space to work in, which is so inspiring for creatives. And I have amazing creatives on the show today. Yes. I mean, I think it's called the Gardener Suite. The and Gardener it, Suite. Yes. And it's stunning. The views, if you have an opportunity to book this suite, book it. Plus, if you like mojitos, get the mojitos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you guys as my debut for this it's kind of this unique version of the show yes. where we're, it's a laid back, we're in this great environment. And I think that's so inspiring and I'm so excited to dive into your story. Uh, so I've got Andy of Studio Drew and Kate here today, and I'd love to hear a little bit about what you guys are up to. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've been developing um, a luxury handbag and accessory line for the past two and a half years, and we are getting very close to launching the brand um, just in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so, um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long journey and um, we're super excited to talk about it. Yes, absolutely. I love it. You know, especially when I saw the pieces, like it's so cool because this is like comes back full circle because I remember Kate and I have been friends for a long time yes. and then you and I knew each other from just like <laughs> living near each other yeah. and um, 
just kind of having our lives cross that way. And, and you, you know, started, can you take us back to the pillows? Like, tell us a little bit about these amazing pillows you started with. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I currently work at uh, McNeil and Friends, uh, Fine Home Furnishings in South Fargo, and um, I've worked there for the past three years. And the designers at the time kind of caught wind that I uh, knew how to sew. And so they started asking me to make custom pillows. And um, so slowly but surely, I kind of started a small pillow business, which then in return funded um, kind of the startup of, you know, the luxury bags. Um, and it's been it's been fun. It's been fun to be creative and, and uh, you know, make make another dream come true, um, you know, from something else that was creative. So. I love that. You know, and that's so cool to hear that story. And I'd love to share a little bit about what's your background? What's your passion? Like, how did you get started in fashion and textile work and things like that? Yeah, well, I grew up around here. I grew up in the small town of Ada, Minnesota. And uh, right when I graduated high school, I moved to Chicago um, to go to fashion school. So um, I got my um, Bachelor's of Fine Art in Focus in Fashion um, from the Art Institute. And then I lived in Chicago for like eight years, um, worked in various different fashion roles and jobs uh, throughout my time in Chicago. And actually I did own a little tote bag company back in 2014. Um, you know, they're nothing like what I'm doing now, but um, so I was kind of creative in that way um, several years back. Um, then I moved to LA I lived there for a couple of years and decided to come back and be around family and, uh, then landed the job at McNeil Friends and the rest is kind of history. So that's really cool. I love that you took, you know, kind of the bits and pieces of where you lived, your experiences, and even the experiences with your first, the tote bags and kind of bringing it full circle now into what you're working on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why, but I just have always been really, um, you know, fixated on, you know, luxury craftsmanship um, and specifically like tote bags. I think the tote bag is just, you know, an amazing universal um, kind of carrying tool for both men and women. And um, I kind of wanted to take it to like a new level, you know, take the tote bag and um, change it up, change, you know, the design, maybe like the handle structure. Um, and then just over the years, the past two years of kind of like developing, I kind of have created um, a very unique style of tote bag but they're all just tote bags tote bags and then of course some small uh leather accessories as well mm -hmm. but um i you know it's just it's so crazy to like look at the line and kind of see what has happened you know because there's been so many prototypes <laughs> and, and so many trial and errors of you know the wrong lining the wrong way to stitch something and i i'm i'm really you know self-taught when it comes to leather craft mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I went to school for fashion and I learned how to drape and, and make patterns and, and all that, but we never worked with leather. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, you know, from the beginning to what it is now, I guess, is it's been like a, a fun journey. Whole new ball game. Whole new ball game. Mm -hmm. Well, what I love about this is, you know, recently I, I actually was listening to a podcast that talked about, you know, a lot of times we, as individuals, we want to have confidence to start something. But the reality is we have to start something to gain confidence and like have all those little failures along the way and all those fine tuning and back to square one. And, you know, that's what refines us and that's what creates ultimately our successes. Can you share a little bit about your journey? 
Yeah, <laughs> it has been, um, it's been, you know, it's an amazing journey, but it, you know, it, it definitely came with a lot of, you know, self-doubt, mm-hmm. um, lots of questioning whether I'm doing something that's even attainable for me, uh, especially working, you know, full time and, and doing pillows on the side. But, you know, I just, there was this passion and fire deep down inside of me that would not let me stop. So like, even though I would create, say, you know, uh, a prototype of a bag and it didn't work out because one little thing was wrong. Well, it inspired me to then change that thing and then continue on and build the next bag. And each time they got a little bit better. So it was like, even though there was a failure, there was like a spark of inspiration that came from that failure to kind of push me to keep going. And, you know, it's funny because I think in any creative role or when you're developing any kind of brand or whatever it is, um, you know, you kind of have these like stages where you have like aha moments Uh and you work so hard and you fail, 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 fail. But then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you know, you get to the next level. And um, I've had like three of those in the past, you know, a couple of years. And the last one was literally, you yeah. know, just a couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago. And it completely oh changed the shift that Studio Drew went on. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, Kate has been with me, um, you know, how long has it been now? Like So end of January. End of January. And uh, well, so we've known each other for longer. We have. Yes. Um, and Kate has been such an incredible you know, sense of support and her amazing, you know, creative talents um, mixed with what I'm doing um, has been super amazing. But, you know, she's seen these bags for the past however many months, six months. and Even longer because you used to bring them to McNeil. And I just comment because I've always loved high fashion working as a stylist for the last five years. And my love of fashion has been a lot longer than that. And every time Andy would bring in one of his new prototypes, I'm like, it can't get any better than this. Like it literally cannot get any better. And the next thing you know, he would alter it. And I'm like, just kidding. I thought it could get any better, but it has. I love that story. Yeah. It's so so cool. she's seen them. Like, she's seen like, you know, how many different Oh, he has a prototypes. graveyard closet in his guest bedroom. He's like, Kate, you want to see all the ones that didn't make it? And I'm like, I, how many do you have? And he opens up this closet door and it's, I just call it the graveyard whenever I go over there. Yeah. It is the Studio Drew graveyard. I, it's like, I can't let them go no. because I mean, each bag <laughs> takes, I mean, literally 10 hours to sew. Yep. Um, and so they just kind of like live in there. And, and and then it's like, you know what, if I, you know, start getting like, oh, you know, whatever. I like peek in there. I'm like, oh, you've put a lot of hard work into this. Like, keep going. You're keep going, keep going, don't give up. That's like a really good way to look at that. You know, the graveyard of bags is like, this is like, I need to keep going, keep working. And it's like yeah. the ghost of Studio Drew Pass. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the ghost. And, um, you know, they, they really are like, I don't know. It's, it's like kind of sad when I look in there, but also it's like, wow, like each stage has been, you know, a, a monumental, like, you know, Mark in my creative um, journey as a leather craftsman, as a designer, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so, I mean, one day they'll have to go, but for now, and at least the graveyard's like not, it doesn't keep piling up. 
right? Yeah. Like, there's been less screw ups. That's it. And I wouldn't even call them screw ups. No, I would just call it's them journey. like, it's the because you, at that point, you looked at them and they were the bag until something else came along. You're like, I can make it even better. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't call them screw ups. I would just say mm -hmm. they were lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yes. You know, this actually reminds me of a story when I was in Madrid. And I literally walked into this random gallery behind my hotel and there was Picasso's Guernica, like this huge painting that Picasso had done. But the kicker was all of his sketches and progress work was framed up on the other side. Oh. So you follow his journey. Oh, inspiring. That's beautiful. So it's very much like your bags. Each one of those bags is one of those images, just like Picasso had up to the finished product. So never look at it like- So they're all pieces you know, of art. They're all in pieces of art. You know, you know- <laughs> You're the next Picasso. Thank you, thank you for saying that. I might not see it like that, but thank the you. Picasso of bags. <laughs> and then down the road, who knows? Maybe it's the mess up bags that end up going for the biggest yeah. amount of money, you know? Well, <laughs> this we'll is see. when your humble beginning. You never know. You just uh, gotta sign each one inside and date them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well. Never They're know. They're staying put for now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how this, this collection goes. Right. I think it'll go great. Yeah. So. Um, so you have a collection launch coming up. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, we are scheduled to launch our online website um, on June 15th. Yes, coming up. Coming up really soon. Um, it's www. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> StudioDrew.com. Is it Studio? I'm not even drinking alcohol here. Okay. www.thestudiotrew.com. Okay. We just changed that recently. I was going to say, I only couldn't remember that because we just went through a big snafu with trademarking. Yes. Um, and so we had to change our name. But I'd love to hear that story. First, I want to add, I you're not alone. I just changed my podcast from Fargo Fit Friend. To fit fabulous life. And I have to actually physically think about it every time I say it. So you're not alone. Not I mean, alone. every time we're like, Drew, Drew, Drew. And then we're like, we have to, you know, correct ourselves. We're like, yeah. studio, studio Drew. Drew. <laughs> okay. So now we got to share with our audience. Okay. What's the story there? Yeah. So one of those little bumps in the road that we were talking about. Um, which it's one of the bigger bumps. One of the bigger and, and, and more expensive yes. um, bumps in the road mm -hmm. was, uh, and, and very, very crushing for me. Um, which Mind was you, I'm going to pause you for a minute. How Andy diverts when an issue comes is like inspiring because oh. it, okay. Most people would dwell on that for a solid week, if not longer. And you just like, you asked me my opinion. I gave my opinion. And it was like, we're done. We're getting this done. We're not like, we're not waiting around for this. It just is going to happen. We're going to do it. No, they're all dying. I really know what it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, we're, I'm, I'm we were, it. you know, we were, um, we were shooting our campaign, um, with the fabulous model, Bella Miller, um, just like about a month and a half ago about, no, about a month. month. Yeah. And, um, so we were in the studio and we were shooting and then it was a two day run. And I don't know why it came to my attention or my brain at that time. But after we shot, um, I was kind of working on some, you know, some website um, things and I was like trademarking. Oh yeah. I need to like put that on the checklist to do mm -hmm. um, because I knew it was important. And I knew that it was something that, you know, you really need to do for the long run to protect your business. And um, 
as I started to do a little bit more research, um, I unfortunately found out that Drew has already been trademarked. And, you know, there's, it's a very complex, uh, you know, situation because there's so many different classes and, you know, you could be called Drew as a car wash and then you could be called Drew as a grocery store or whatever. But um, I did, of course, did research on like a leather handbag accessory line for Drew and nothing came up. And, but unfortunately, Justin Bieber oh. has a line called, uh, what is it called? House of Drew. House of Drew. But the Biebs. He, he has uh, he has trademarked Drew House of Drew anything that's under Drew and everything under fashion. So, so that was um, I, I obviously talked to Kate and I was like like how important is this? Like we're so close to launching. Like I, what am I going to do? All the bags are all like you know imprinted with just Drew. We have the website, emails. I mean everything. And um, you know she said you, you can't mess around, especially not with someone as big as Justin Bieber because he'll just they'll drown you in, in lawsuits and, and legal stuff. So I just, like you said, I, I was like, well, whatever, it's got to get done. So I just, I handled it right away and have been slowly chipping away at like the new, the new bag plates and switched the website, which I couldn't like remember. like all the bags that we have already had done for launch had to be completely wiped clean and started over. It like, was, so it was a diversion that it was a, had it, to happen, but it was a big, it had to happen, but it was really really tough uh pill for me to swallow um because i mean with the bags i mean it's not like i can just rip off the, the label and switch it i mean every single step uh has to go you know in concession and um it's just not reversible like once that's stamped on it's done so well, then of course i had to order the new dye plates and and wait for those to come and and you know, but it was something that we got over, you know, it was, yep. it was a hurdle that we, we jumped over and we just kept running. And it's better to have that done than to sit around and just continue doing what we're doing. And it become a bigger problem than it is at the moment that mm -hmm. we found out. And like you said, you know, it was kind of like a, a blessing in disguise. Like at least it happened when it did, Yep. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. yes, it made the pressure on both of our shoulders, um, a lot heavier and a lot more, but at the end of the day, um, you know, we're protected now yep. under Studio Drew. And so, um, and I love that name. Yeah. Name I always love that out. name. Yep. I mean, that was kind of like in my, you know. Back pocket. It was always in my back pocket. I love that. I love the back pocket. Yes. It's like you never know when you can pull out one of those and use them. So, mm -hmm. and that's such a huge thing about, you know, perseverance and, and the huge blessing of it being now rather than later. Like you guys were able to nip it in the bud now and you know, get the products going, even with the hardship of it. Um, yes. So how has it been? I, I do kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, with industries, we're seeing a lot with just the current times, how it's affected production. Have you guys seen any of those pain points of like products or, or materials, lack of anything like that? Um, not really, not for um, the, diff the materials that I um, spec um to construct the bags um maybe price increase if anything like maybe probably they're being a little bit more expensive than they what they would have been yeah but, i would uh, say but honestly no a lot delay. a lot of them yeah and like and honestly like a lot of my you know it's the leather which comes from italy all italian full grain um you know italian hides 
Um, and I have a great relationship with my uh, supplier and, you know, we're emailing back and forth and the consistency in his, um, you know, the supply, I mean, every single hide that I've gotten, the color hue and everything has been the same. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I really, as I was developing the bags, um, I chose, um, suppliers that you know, we're either a smaller kind of business, um, you know, that I could be not just talking to some customer service person. Like I have relationships now over these years with those people. So if I'm in a crunch and I'm like, Hey, like our, we had to change our name and I need like, you know, six hides like tomorrow, like they can get that for me. Um, because I have, you know, built that relationship. I completely love that you said that because I love that idea of kind of like working in a niche smaller like working with those like it's almost like farm to table except it's with you know goods it's like mm -hmm. you're getting like direct service mm -hmm. and that's really incredible um can you talk a little bit about the materials the like you talk about the full grain mm -hmm. versus what was the other one genuine leather so versus genuine leather can you talk about what's the difference there that's really cool when i was doing some research working in the styling industry, I had come to my attention that genuine leather is genuine leather because majority of it is made from leather, but it's not something, as you'll notice a lot of genuine leather is almost so thick, it almost is not hide or skin-like. And that has to do with the fact that there are different products actually pushed into that leather. So it's, it majority is leather, but it's not completely leather. Mm. Um, where a full grain is, you're getting his pieces come in and they are a hide. So I mean, full grain is genuine, right off, dried hide. Yeah, I mean, the, the color process and yes. I mean, there's such, it's just richer, you know, it's, it's richer detail. And that's mm -hmm. why like when you, you know, get like a luxury, um, you know, designer handbag that is crafted with like a, you know, genuine leather, like, there's inconsistencies in markings and in, you know, the texture of the leather, but it's such a richer hue and the hand to it, like the leather um, supplier that I work with, it's like butter. Yep. It's I mean, really it is soft. so, it's so buttery. So when I found in the color range is just, uh, I mean, I still, to this day, after working with those colors for the you know past year and a half, like I still love them because they're just, they're so rich and they're so beautiful and timeless. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, even speaking to like other elements of the bags, um, the hardware that I use, um, you know, the zipper quality, the zippers are all crafted in California, you know, um, and just out of doing research, um, I found the best zipper manufacturer that you can get in the United States. I mean, it is, it is thick. It is, you know, tarnish resistant. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, that is also like butter. I mean, you just zip it and it's, it's that feeling, right? Yeah. Like when you get, yeah. ooh, you know, anyway, I got the chance to zip one of these bags, you guys. And it is like, it's, you can feel that attention to detail in the bags. Well, even like, and I'd like to clarify with like the genuine leather, you can still have genuine on leather and it can still be a full grain leather, but just know that just because it says genuine leather, doesn't always mean it is a hundred percent from hide leather. Mm. Some people mm. just use genuine leather because it's easier just to use basic terminology. 
Um, and then, um, and then, but it's actually full grain. So just do your research. Usually you can tell by texture inconsistencies in the leather as they might have something if the cow during its lifetime ever brushes up against something or anything like that, there can be that inconsistency in the leather, but that is usually you can tell that that is a full grain. Yeah. And they come with like branding marks. I mean, of course I always, when I'm crafting a bag, I always select the most optimal part. Yep. Um, of the hide, but like it comes with the, the branding marks and it comes, I mean, it's, you know, shaped like a cow and, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, nice. but it, it, it's beautiful. I, you know what, when the leather day comes, I, I'm a happy guy. Like, it, oh. you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it smells like leather in my place. And I love, you know, unrolling them and it, it's awesome. Okay. I, I just love leather. I think it's, it's such a timeless classic thing that, you know, it's like an heirloom piece, like anything that I have of leather, I've had for many, many, many years and I cherish it. So and when you take care of it, it lasts so long. I mean, I've had not against anything with vegan leather products because they're a great piece in the fashion industry, but they tend to not, mine have tend to not hold up as long as my leather products have. So if it's something that you take care of, you can have that for years to come. Yeah. All of the bags are all aligned with really, really good quality Dobby duck cloth, which is a canvas. And the canvas is supplied from Chicago, which is the same manufacturer supplier that I made my tote bags back in 2014 with. Oh. So I, I just had a good relationship with them back, back in the day, and I decided to continue using them. So mm-hmm. once again, I can just call them up and say, hey, I need this tomorrow, and they can get it for me. So I love that. It just shows like that importance of that relationship component and just, you know, and, and finding something that you love and knowing that you have that resource. And that's, that's really cool, mm-hmm. guys. One last question before we are going to check out these amazing bags. You guys, he's got the whole collection here. So we're going <laughs> to check those out. But I have one question for you as uh, two questions, actually. <laughs> one question. How is it, you know, you're bringing this beautiful luxury product to Fargo, North Dakota. How are you utilizing this amazing community to, to bring this brand to life? You know, I, I have just been so humbled um, by the amount of support that I've gotten. You know, working in the design industry, you know, here in Fargo, I've made a lot of connections um, with people. And, of course, I've told people snippets of this, that, this, that, and they've seen maybe a prototype here and there. And it has just been so amazing to have the support and people already, you know, buying or pre-ordering bags for me. I'm like, I mean, I was mind blown, you know, and it really just makes me feel um, really good inside. You know, it makes me feel supported by the community and, and that they're really loving what I'm doing, you know, because it is, it's kind of a strange thing, I think, for Fargo to have a luxury, handcrafted, kind of a higher fashion type yeah. of bag line. You know, um, it's just not something I don't that you see. I don't think every single day. So um, it's been amazing support um, and energy coming from the community. You know, it just shows that even in small to mid-sized places, like or utilizing small to mid-sized resources. You can get so much done and you can get these relationships that matter. Yep. And that's like a huge part of it. And my final question, you know, since this is the Fit Fabulous Life podcast. Yes. How are you creating a fit, fabulous life for you through 
following your dreams? It's a good question. You know, through this journey, I think it's been really important to pause because, you know, I do have a lot on my plate all the time, especially if some of you out there maybe know me personally. <laughs> I, I take on a lot. And I think that what this collection has taught me is patience because these bags take so long to make and it's a, each step is so tedious. It's taught me to slow down and really, you know, enjoy those moments. And especially coming up to the launch, you know, of course I'm stressed out and I'm beyond like crazy in my mind, but I don't want to forget to, to focus in on what I'm doing and what a great achievement this has been for me personally. And so I think just that the whole mental capacity of taking care of myself in that way and, and slowing down and just enjoying. Enjoy the process. That, yes. That's such a huge thing. And it's creatives. That is something sometimes we forget to do. And I love that you said that as a huge reminder to myself included and to Kate, like you guys are doing something really big and I'm so excited to oh. see it blossom. Well, I, so. I'm, I'm blessed that Andy asked me to be along this journey few months ago and it's been a blessing and I think it's helped to have somebody delegate things to that he can let go and know that they're entrusted and so it's been it's been a great process she helps calm my mind yeah all the time all the time oh his his panic <laughs> when they're doing the shoot I swear like I was like Andy I'm not trying to be a be like break down the bubble here but this is what's going to happen and I'm being honest with you and that's I think that's even like Fit Fabulous Life is like even leading with business relationships with honesty yeah. and knowing you can communicate with each other um, to I, succeed. Because if you, if we don't, then that's, yeah, that's I, where you hit roadblocks. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, when you're doing something on your own for so long and you don't have, you know, I mean, yeah, you have like you maybe coworkers at a different job or, or friends or whatever, but on a business level, like, I didn't have anyone to, to talk to, you know, it was always just my ideas up in my head. And so, you know, having Kate with me, um, because it's, it's great to be challenged and it's great to, to collaborate and talk about different ideas. I mean, I've learned so much from her, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I do feel very close to Kate over these past several months um, and, and sharing all of my little secrets that I've been working on, you know, cause I, I am a pretty private person. I haven't like really, you know, told too many people about what I've been doing and um, to, to kind of have her, you know, in there and, and experiencing it with me has been amazing. And I just loved it. Like I've known Andy for three years now, a little over three years and seeing the process and now getting to be a part of it has been a blessing because I love high fashion mm -hmm. and now I get to be a part of that world, which is something I've always wanted as a stylist. So Oh, well, I love it. You do touch my heart. I'm so excited to share your journey. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for asking us. Thank yeah, you. we appreciate you. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you. If you want to know more about our bay, you can always follow us on Instagram, info.studiodrew. Um, we are on Facebook as well. And then if you ever have any questions, you can email Kate at shopstudiodrew or shopdrew.com. Email us, message yeah. us. We'd love to let you know more. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and sharing this journey with us and have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed this episode, show some love by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. 
Also join our Fit Fabulous community by heading over to FargoFitFriend.com and subscribing to our newsletter, where each week I share my tips, tricks, and resources to help you live a Fit Fabulous life.